A reading from Luke 14, 31-35. Or suppose a king is about to go to war against another king. Won't he first sit down and consider whether he is able with 10,000 men to oppose the one coming against him with 20,000? If he is not able, he will send a delegation while the other is still a long way off and will ask for terms of peace. In the same way, those of you who do not give up everything you have cannot be my disciples. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is fit neither for the soil nor for the manure pile. It is thrown out. Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. So I, I, I entitled this uh, today's uh, reading and the response to it is the cost of discipleship. And that phrase comes from uh, what I consider one of the uh, saints of the 20th century, Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Mm. If uh, those listening have never read Eric Metastas's book called Bonhoeffer, I think uh, in you know I think I must have read it 15 years ago or about the time it came out, and I found it inspirational. I, I found there is a cost of discipleship, and we've been talking around that a little bit um, over the last several days. But so, what what are the costs of discipleship? Uh, you know, and, and I'm just kind of addressing that in general to anybody, uh, but it's a real cost. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, and yet it is probably the most amazing thing if you choose to be a follower of Jesus Christ and become his disciple and love him with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. Uh, it's 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 the whole idea of purpose in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, becomes much more focused and much more clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a very exciting thing, even though you may be f- facing uh, terrible opposition from all kinds of people. Mm. Yeah, the result of being a disciple of Jesus, right, is is being salt-like. Jesus uses that in here in the, the passage and salt, you know, in the in the early world was used not only as a, a flavor enhancer as it is today, but it was also used as a preservative, uh, preserving meat and other things from going bad. And I think about Christians throughout the centuries, those that have served Jesus faithfully, that have been disciples of him, they've really been preservatives in their own cultures and in their own nations. And Eric, I think this is one of the things we're experiencing today in our nation is, you know, this lack thereof discipleship or the salt becoming unsalty. What happens then? Well, the, the nation, the greater culture, it's not preserved. It actually starts to fall apart. And I think the scariest part about our culture, especially in the U.S., is that this saltiness, this preservative, is really what created our nation to begin with. And now as that salt loses saltiness, our nation, we can see its effects even greater here in the U.S. than other more secular societies. 
So what's our response then? Well, it's really to seek Jesus first as his disciples, right? To love him above all else so we can be that good salt, right? So that we can preserve what is good and right and holy and just uh, so that we can maintain uh, the blessings that God's provided here and now, not only to us who are Christians, but to those that are materials like we talk about, Eric. Uh, 